0: Continuing on from yesterday's theme and getting towards the end of our big ideas from Taleb, I want to unpack this one with you, Luke. Risk, not education, and knowledge is overvalued. It does kind of amalgamate a lot of the things we've actually talked about already, though. So at the end of last episode, we talked about a dinner party Taleb was at, and there's another story from a dinner party where he's in a heated argument with guests about education once again. And all but two people... Seem concerned by bad math levels in the USA. So only two people at this party, like they were rate. The others were all really aggravated by the poor math levels in the US. Taleb and one other person were not so fussed. Taleb was talking about how risk was, you know, the risk-taking culture is what really what makes America the wealthy nation it is. The other person who was on Taleb's side was actually the head of the New York City school system which is fascinating. And I think when you reflect on it, it's like you can teach people all the arithmetic you want, but if they're not willing to take risks, society won't progress much of anywhere and individuals won't progress much of anywhere, no matter their field or domain. Like the entrepreneurial spirit is what moves society forward. Like people finding new discoveries, being brave enough to go and try something or, you know, pursue a thread, even if other people say that, that, that's ridiculous. That's a waste of time. Like, that's how all big innovations actually come. Even, you know, even I'd say, even within fields like math, like, people still got to be brave. So, it's, it, you know, a big part of it is actually risk taking. But look, where in education is the development of our risk taking capacity? Do you remember? Were you there that yeah, day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. It's like there's little. I don't know, maybe I've framed this the wrong way in the blog post, but it's not that there's little people need to objectively know. There's, there's, it's hard to say that everyone's got to know this to survive and, and really thrive, right? Because people learn a lot just going trying to go through a challenge right? or trying to do a project. You're just naturally going to learn so much. And that, that comes with taking risks. There's so much you're naturally going to learn through the process. And yeah, I I just, I, I feel this is just so interesting because, you know, you focus more on cultivating risks. We we talked earlier about the concept, maybe these macro skills, all these things that, these bigger level things, like your risk-taking and your, your awareness of situations and environmental factors. And I think being conscious of those is really important, but we're underserved, whereas domain-specific and job-specific learning can come, you know, on the way. So I think, you know, yep. I've, I've seen myself be a meddler before. Like, it's funny with constant student. We spend all this time preparing workshops and programs, but then you find what actually works best is when you just create an environment where people can talk and they can share their ideas, which is quite ironic because that actually doesn't require much preparation. It normally just requires you to set up the space and leave. leave. So actually it's like about ego more than anything. And, yeah. and like being a listener more than like having magical knowledge that you've got to give people because they won't pay attention.
1: Yeah, yeah. What about what about the way people view the word oh, risk as well?
0: Com- completely, yeah.
1: As in it just has a bunch of negative connotations yeah. attached to it that it's like you look at small risks that you can take and you're saying that these risks are not in fact risks really. Like it's not going to, if it's a small risk, but as soon as you associate the word risk, people automatically, you know, it has a emotional weight, I think so. or at least I think for me. Right.
0: I think it has been, because it's normally tagged as the uh, reasons why you shouldn't do something. It's risky. Right? It's normally like, don't do that. It's risky. Scott, mm. Scott said to me once, we're talking about this, I was talking about even if... So I start doing constant student and it kind of fails like you know hashtag define failure but you know it doesn't does it doesn't turn into a financially viable operation I'm actually still probably more ahead of more ahead than when I am than where I am now or you know the, the counterpoint is but I could have done something else with that time but the, the reality is I can't really imagine because of what I'm interested in what I care about what lights me up it's hard even think of anything else I'd rather be doing in that time and the process has been challenging in some instances but mainly like very enjoyable meaningful so he goes we came to the conclusion he just said to me the only risk is not taking risks that's the only real risk they come back to that example like if you never ask a girl or guy out you guarantee that you'll be on your own forever
1: it's a great point it's a great point it can be applied applied. and then
0: i think but the other thing with the meddling part of this especially when we're talking about education is that it's a classic less is more philosophy and i think it just gets applied across life like you don't need to sit on your ass but you also don't need to do too much but also less is more is a bit tricky because sometimes the wisdom to do less comes after a long process of trying a whole bunch of things and then pulling it back so I think there's still a process there,
1: yeah, absolutely. If you look at something like if you're going to take a risk to do a new venture or something something different, if you automatically say, "Oh it's not might not work <laughs> well what's the well, what's the like if you ask yourself the what's the worst that can happen realistically like if, if the worst that can happen is you're um, gonna go back to the original position you're in but you've learned all of these extra things then yeah like you said that's a perfect perfect point the risk is not doing it in the first place taking a break
0: so that you can learn isn't it it's like taking a break so you can learn say you get i don't know say you get paid two thousand dollars a week right and you, but you have this idea you want to pursue or an experience or something. So you figure, all right, let me give this like two years or something. I've got to a point where it's, I've side hustled and this is worth trying for two years. Now you've given up, I guess, is it 200 grand if it's two years worth of income? So yeah, like I get it. That's, that's not, it's not like that's inconsequential. But at the same time, it's, it's this idea of you've only got one life. Your your time is finite. Not only that, you're only a certain age once. But certainly, you know, so many people who have an entrepreneurial breakthrough or, or it's not just about entrepreneurship, obviously, but you can do things later in life too. But obviously, youth for most people is a better time. And and yes, there is something you're passing up, obviously. But the, the real risk that you would have discovered something and never tried, it's kind of like... It's just this diminishing return at some point, surely. By that logic, if you could work an extra hour or two hours a day and get paid, like, you know, for an extra hour or two, you know, is that worth it? But if you're going to compromise some of those other things that make life good, it'll actually be counterintuitive. If you're going to burn out or start getting a lot of regret or wish you'd tried something, I think that that would then soil, you know, that extra money you've saved, for example.
1: Yeah, it depends. What, what do you want to do with it? Yeah, the assuming money you for have the core. Like,
0: if you love a job that pays you well or, or you just love a job that pays you, then that's your thing. But if you've got the itch for something more, like, I've never heard someone talk about that itch and then it's just gone away. <laughs> it's there for a reason. You know, like if you have a calling you have a calling like you don't get that doesn't really change and so i think that the real risk is like not listening to the whisper because at some point it's just not it's just not worth it to have never known to have never tried like that's way scarier
1: yeah absolutely it's hard to come to that point (laughs)